Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for up to half the cost. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up! And call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Savings based on cost of Consumer Cellular single line 1, 5, and 10 gig data plans with unlimited talk and text compared to lowest cost single line postpaid unlimited talk text and data plans offered by T-Mobile and Verizon January 2024. Broadcasting live from the Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. Armstrong and Getty. And now, here's Armstrong and Getty. Live from Studio C. Ooh, C, senor. Dimly lit room deep within the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty Communications Compound. And today... Midweek, we're under the tutelage of our general manager. Many great applicants, and we thank you. We'll keep your application on file. But today, our general manager is the love of my life, the mom of my kids, and after 37 years, still my girlfriend, my wife, Judy. Happy anniversary, sweetheart. It's your wedding anniversary. Indeed. So that means today's flag day. It is. I do remember that. Okay. My father-in-law reminded me of that practically every time I saw him. He was a, a patriot and a veteran. I don't know what Flag Day is. Well, it's a day to celebrate the flag, clearly. The pride flag? No. Oh, oh. Leading to one of our stories later, there are a lot of folks pretty pissed off that the President of the United States or the White House abused the laws governing flag display by I... putting the pride flag at the center of the display. It's not to be done. I had forgotten also that your anniversary is Trump's birthday also. Because Trump is 77 today. It's his birthday. So many things to celebrate. (laughs) So you've been married for... 37 years. He's 77. So you were married on his 40th birthday. Correct. And uh, if you're doing the math, uh, Judy and I got married at age 11. 
Uh, we had to have our grandparents uh, sign because our parents weren't old enough to sign yet. So, yes, that's right. Mm-hmm. Um, 40th birthday is a big deal, so I imagine Trump was celebrating big the same day. So there were two giant celebrations going on in America, your wedding and his 40th birthday. Probably fairly similar, too, as we were you know, pretty young when we got married, and all of our friends were up for a partay. <laughs> and partay we did. <laughs> Oof. I want to get to this story just because I feel like the drive-by media is not doing a good job with it. Everybody's hearing the headline. They aren't hearing the details. The details are very important in this story. That's what we do here. Fabulous. You've heard the headline, probably. Dead woman bangs on coffin during her wake. Oh. Well. But, but have you heard the details? Uh, the, the son of the woman says the sound came five hours into the service and gave us all a fright. Wow, she knocked not out of terror, but out of boredom. Hey, wrap this up. (laughs) (laughs) A 76-year-old woman who was declared dead at a hospital astonished her relatives by knocking on her coffin during her wake, prompting a government investigation into the hospital, you think? Well, Well, they should, yeah. It gave us all a fright, said the son, adding that the doctors say her situation still remains dire, but she's not dead. Uh, This retired nurse was admitted to the hospital on Friday after suffering a possible stroke. When she did not respond to resuscitation, a doctor on duty declared her dead. Then her the mother, uh, this is according to the daughter, uh, was um, uh, brought to the emergency room. A few hours later, a doctor informed her she was dead, handed over the documents and a death certificate. Family then brought her to a funeral home when they held a wake later on Friday when they started to hear strange noises. There were about 20 of us there at the wake after about five hours of the wake. Geez, that's a long time. The, co- the coffin started to make sounds. My mom was wrapped in sheets and hitting the coffin, and when we approached, we could see that she was breathing heavily. Rel- well, really, breathing at all is that line. <laughs> <laughs> Relatives rushed her back to the hospital. She's intensive care. Uh, doctors are, uh, are saying she's in bad shape. But here's my favorite part. This is my favorite part of the story, the last paragraph. The ministry there in Ecuador says it's investigating the doctors involved in her case, and the technical a technical committee, mm-hmm. you see, it's a technical committee, had been formed to review how the hospital issues death certificates. <laughs> um, I really do think you should do an investigation and maybe look into a number of your procedures. How how big a committee do you need for that job? <laughs> you need hey, to look into how do y'all decide when people are dead. Oh my God! How how many um, people we just had to, look at them, try to decide if they look alive? Well, and how many people had to be involved? I mean, you got the doctor saying they're dead, and then I would think there'd be a number of steps from you know from there on of like moving the body uh, from from this gurney to that gurney to that bed to a coffin to a getting her dressed. To, did anybody notice she was kind of warmish? Well, as you know, Jack, I authored a book on Ecuadorian death practices. No, wait, no, I didn't. Um, I don't know anything about it. it. It could be much more informal, depending on the location wow. of the hospital. If it was like a rural hospital, I mean, they might just yell out the window, Hey, hey, uh, Eduardo, bad news about your mom. And then Eduardo comes over and grabs her. I don't and know. And mom yells, I'm getting better. Uh, um, I, uh, I don't, maybe these stories grab my attention because I have a fear of that. Please make sure I'm dead. Before you put me in the coffin. Just really sure. Like, 
How super, sure? Do you want us to like uh, squeeze off around India? Or super what? scientifically <laughs> sure that I'm dead before you put me in the ground. Ah! Oh my Ugh. God! I think everybody has a fear of that, don't they? Knocking? She's inside. This. She's knocking on the. Somebody open this up. I'm going to suffocate for crying out freaking loud. Well, you know the the phrase "saved by the bell." They the, the, some say it's a, just a boxing thing, but I was told ages ago on a tour of a an old cemetery that during the days of was it yellow fever or one of your like old timey diseases that used to be terrible and would rip through a town, uh, the people appeared so dead they would bury them with a string around their finger tied to a bell that was outside their grave. I did not know this. I thought it was yeah. boxing. Saved by the bell means you ring your little bell on your finger, um, on your pile of bodies? That's, that's what I was told. I didn't independently research this, but they showed us how the bells worked and everything. Wow. And occasionally, you know, as a, a, a body returns to the earth, decomposes, it will contract and, and do stuff, and sometimes the bells would ring. Oh, my God. Yeah. Well, that would yeah. freak you out. Okay, there you go. So now you know the details. Let's well, start. That's one of our more gruesome openings. Well, Welcome, folks. Let's start. It's, it's uplifting. It's a good news story. She's okay. She'll probably be mm. dancing this Friday night at the bingo hall. Sure. Um, let's start the show officially so we stay out of trouble. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty on this Wednesday, June 14th, Joe and Judy's uh, wedding anniversary. We are Armstrong and Getty, and we approve of this program. Okay, let's leap into action then officially according to FCC rules and regulations. We have so much to talk about. Let's start at Mark. Food for everyone. Food for everyone. <laughs> so Trump, after he leaves the courthouse, goes to a, I guess, famous Cuban restaurant there in the area and says, food for everyone, and shakes hands and takes pictures and stuff like that. And, off he goes, because that's how he rolls, man. I love Cuban food. So good. So anything to report on from yesterday? I mean, Just that I love Cuban food. I mean, we were joking that the headline was, old man in Florida goes to courthouse to sign papers. That's your headline. And that's kind of what happened? Yeah, granted, it did usher in the official opening of one of the most historic and troubling cases in the history of the United States. Uh, I came across the best, most even-handed writing about it that I have yet. I, I have a new favorite journalist, I think. Okay. That's awesome. Uh, yeah. And we can uh, we can try to give you some of the context that might be helpful if you end up in a conversation with this with your friends or something mm -hmm. about the whole dealio. We uh, didn't report yesterday 22 service members who got injured in a helicopter crash in Syria. You heard that story? Yeah, thank God uh, all are alive so far. Right. Um, I probably should have gotten more news coverage than it did, but we have uh, our tentacles in a lot of places around the world. I had no idea, first of all, that we got nearly a 1,000 people fighting in Syria. Holy cow. And they did something like 25 missions against Syria last month. Not last year or the last decade, last month in May. Great Scott, and nobody has any idea of it. It gets no coverage. It's not part of the national discussion. There are no prayers for the safety of these fellows outside of their immediate families, I would guess, which is wrong. But if a presidential candidate, I don't know, orders a bagel somewhere, it makes the evening news. Yeah. We have people, highly trained soldiers wearing a... U.S. flag on their shoulder, risking their lives in operations. <clears throat> and nobody has any idea it's happening. Every time I hear how many 
guys and gals in how many places I'm shocked anew. It's dozens of places where they are involved in violent conflict. I wonder what that feels like when you come back, you know, and risking your life's not a minor thing. You go out in those operations, everything like that. You come back when you're out and everything. I I spent uh, three years in Syria. Doing what? What were you in Syria for? I was fighting ISIS like every other day. I would drive out into the desert, be shot at, shoot at other people. Nobody has any idea. That's just that's stunning to me. It's like our guys in Africa fighting Boko yeah. Haram. Yeah, I can say the same, same thing about Sudan or a bunch of different places. Sure. Yeah. Wow. Um, how does mailbag look? Oh, it's uh, strong. Good, solid performer. Try not to bury your parents. Oh, boy. Until they're oh. dead. Oh, boy. If we take one thing from the show today. Text line is 415-295-KFTC. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to fifteen hundred dollars again sign up using code buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and game sense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park that's 1-800-GAMBLER Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at lifelock.com slash news. That's lifelock.com slash news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. The Armstrong and Getty Show.
I wanted to throw in an honorary general manager, but inappropriate on your anniversary. Uh, Cormac McCarthy, having died yesterday, the author. Mm. Got some uh, pretty good highlights. Uh, maybe we'll read through a little bit later, man. I got I went on a Twitter thread with everybody's favorite passages from Cormac McCarthy books through the years. Uh, was reading last night, man, some just freaking amazing stuff. Somebody texted this, by the way. Knock, knock, knocking on my coffin lid. Oh, <laughs> not Jeez. funny. Oh, my God. Do better. Be better. Oh, my God. Here's your freedom-loving quote of the day. Sent along by... Roy the Marine, from Albert Einstein. Everything that is really great and inspiring is created by the individual who can labor in freedom. Al Einstein, if you need him. There you go. Booyah. Mailbag. Woo-hoo! Drop us a note, mailbag at armstrongyeti.com. Keep them short-ish. Uh, let's see. Uh, speaking to Roy the Marine, he leads off a uh, mailbag as well. He included that quote in his email, which I appreciate. Uh, he said, guys, uh, happy Flag Day. And happy birthday to the United States Army. Got my U.S. flag flying, of course, for June 14th, Flag Day, commemorating the adoption of the Stars and Stripes in 1777. And it's also happy birthday to the U.S. Army. Yes, I'm a Marine, but having served alongside soldiers, I know they're to be admired and celebrated, too. So help me give the flag and our soldiers recognition today. Every American citizen should. Well, Amen. Thanks, Roy. I hope you have a pride flag flying same size, same height as your American flag next to your home, or you are a bigot. Well, call me whatever you want. I don't have one. Moving along. Two phrases for A&G, writes uh, Julie. One, eat your truck, Jack. Two, MAGA, Jose Getty. Signed Julie with her Smith & Wesson 745 and a dead eye with it. P.S. I only use Black Hills hollow point ammunition. I invite you to go to an outdoor range of your choice and bring any pistol or rifle that won't make you wet your depends. <laughs> I can bring my Browning 12-gauge semi-automatic if you prefer trap or skeet shooting or you want to shoot 1,500-meter target shots. I will smoke you at any form of shooting. You name the type of shooting, I will put my house on the line as long as you do as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's do it, pussies. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I, uh... I'm sure you can beat me. I mean, this is not a challenge I'm getting uh, offended by. I'm sure you're much better than I am. Yeah, that's... Uh, I, I smell... Uh, somebody told... Uh, Michael told us it's National, what, Bourbon Day? Yes, it is. Oh, okay. That's funny. I had a couple of smoky bourbons with a friend just last night. Um, uh, I, I smell the, the smell of a little... Uh, fueled by the grape, as our beloved newsman Marshall Phillips might have said. Right. Um, hmm. Let's see, a couple of military matters here on Flag Day. Eric uh, bombs away Smith. I'll use a different last name of beautiful Oregon. Gentlemen's. Regarding your interesting discussion on hypersonic missiles, mm. the U.S. Army recently announced that its developmental long-range hypersonic weapon is set for testing, quote, in the near future. And SEC Army Christine Warmuth said the goal is to field the first battery by the end of this year. Here's hoping. All right. Well, unlike certain foreign lands, we don't overpromise and underdeliver quite in the same way. Apparently not. That's that is interesting. Uh, continuing our theme, this is from uh, me, guys. I'm glad you took the time to cover the dilapidation of our military industrial base in your second hour. Uh, add a boy, he says. Oh, oh, no, oh. add a kid. Add a kid. Oh, You're supposed to say add a kid. Stop. 
using gendered language. Please to, do not use gendered language to to, to address to everyone. Kids sports. To, that's right. You're act, you're ab, actually supposed to say at a kid instead of at a boy. That was somebody. When it's from, all boys on the field. Somebody from Oregon involved in youth baseball said that that's what they were told. No at a boy, just at a kid. How crazy mm. is that? How Ev- insane is that? Every response I can think of contains a naughty word. <laughs> Maybe I'll just let it hang there. <clears throat> Moving along. He says, it's something I've had an inkling about for a while now, but it's a, at least assuring to hear the problem is being recognized. Until hand grenades are more important than handouts, the current situation will persist. I wow. That was a good phrase right there. It was. I'd like to point out that our hollowed industrial and base uh, makes procurement more expensive, especially if the parts list for design must consist of only domestically produced components. Uh, bah, 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 bah. There's two words that both have hand in them juxtaposed, and they're completely different. I think that's the key, yeah. Yeah. Cormac McCarthy-esque, if I dare say. Uh, A few weeks ago, in a segment I wasn't so fond of, you two railed against how expensive the big defense contractors had become, as though they were all giant grifters. Well, I'm sure they're grifting. They're also the facts you listed. Uh, What you're missing from the analysis is an important part of what we were saying, and that's that partly by the urging of the government, there was an enormous amount of consolidation in defense industries in the 90s, I think it was, 80s and 90s, um, that was allegedly going to save money, but what it did was eliminate all competition. And so there are near monopolies on incredibly vital weapon systems, and uh, costs have spiraled wildly out of control. Those are two different things. Absolutely. So we've got some context for what happened yesterday that uh, I know the stuff I have, I hadn't heard anywhere else that will be helpful if you end up in a conversation at a backyard barbecue. You'll sound smart, so we could get to some of that stuff. Yeah, if you just want one-sided rah-rah, you might be a little disappointed. But if you actually want to understand what Trump's facing, the pros and cons of the government's case, uh, you want to look at the hypocrisy and, and double standards, we've got all of that for you. Somebody beat Paul McCartney to the AI version of the new Beatles song. We'll have to give that a listen at some point. Of course, all you'd have to do is anybody just say that into their computer, right? I don't know what that means. Four seconds later. Yeah. If you miss an hour, get the podcast. Stay tuned. Armstrong and Getty. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. 
That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash iHeart. That's LifeLock.com slash iHeart to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. The Armstrong and Getty Show. On November 5th, 2024, justice will be done. We will take back our country and we will make America great again. Thank you. God bless you all. Thank you. Thank you very much. Great job. Thank you. So that was that from the golf club last night? It was indeed, yes. The president clearly chastened and silenced by the prosecution well, no, he yeah. was out and proud yeah as you can see at the cuban restaurant he looked like a man laid low or a man having a party <laughs> a man about to enjoy a delicious cuban sandwich yeah no i read quotes from his thing last night but i hadn't heard the crowd sounds like it was a pretty enthusiastic crowd and everything mm-hmm. although i understand at uh, one point when he paused to drink a drink of water somebody yelled out happy birthday he said yeah some birthday huh <laughs> <laughs> But one one thing with a guy like Trump is, uh, you know, if I ever ended up in a courtroom and I never have in my life, I would be probably horrified, <laughs> regardless of, you know, my guilt or innocence. Just the whole process would be very intimidating to me. Trump has been in more courtrooms than, ah, oh, man, if I was smarter, I could come up with a good phrase from Law and Order, but I don't know any of the characters. Yeah, he's probably a little nervous about this one. But, sure, um, but it's not his first rodeo. That's my point. Oh, no, indeed. It's not the first time I, he's ever said not guilty. Right. Hey, go ahead and play clip 53, Michael. I was with Eric and Laura, the kids. Happy birthday, Grandpa. Happy And I said, oh, great. I just got charged with They want 400 years, approximately. <laughs> if you add them all up, a fake, a fake 400 years. Oh, thank you, darling. That's so nice. Wow, he's joking about going to jail for 400 years. Wow. (laughs) Oh, my God. He is something else. I wish I had his confidence in life. I really do. It seems like it would be easier than being me. (laughs) Can we play that again? Yeah, it's pretty good. 
I was with Eric and Laura, the kids. Happy birthday, Grandpa. Happy. And I said, oh, great. I just got charged with, they want 400 years approximately. <laughs> if you add them all up, a fake, a fake 400 years. Oh, thank you, darling. That's so nice. <laughs> I tell you what, if yeah. I were a nightclub comic and I had the audience like that, they were throwing their heads back and laughing. <laughs> Well, that's why uh, what Ian Bremmer said the other day, Trump's the best retail politician he's ever seen. A number mm-hmm. a number of journalists have said he's certainly in the category with Clinton and Obama. I think he's, you know, right out there at the top tier too. He's just really freaking good at it. Yeah, and and he's good at the postmodern style yeah. that he's more or less invented. I mean, he's just fantastic at it. You you see how good he is when you see somebody else try it. Yeah, that's the problem is so many other politicians like, oh, that's the way we do it now. And yeah, you got to have a certain talent level to pull that off. Anyway, here's some stuff I came across yesterday from Sarah Isger of the Dispatch. She's an interesting human. Harvard lawyer who ended up in the Trump administration, uh, the Justice Department. And um, now she works for the Dispatch and is a journalist, more or less. She worked on a presidential campaign, so she knows a lot about that. Anyway, she said, uh, wrote yesterday, I want to emphasize a couple of things. Trump, and I think this is a big one because Trump talked about this yesterday. Oh, I was just listening to Fox and Friends, and they were talking about how they were surprised that Trump last night laid out his argument. Uh, you know, talking about uh, the Clinton administration and the documents in the socks and what Hillary did and Espionage Act and what it is and all these different things. So he, he got into some of the details on it, which uh, most people weren't expecting. But That is somewhat surprising. Well, I'll, I'll not steal Sarah's thunder, but I immediately went to jury, jury selection because uh, the prosecutors are probably desperate to weed out anybody who might have sympathy for that sort of reasoning. Because well, if one juror says, you know what, this whole thing is bull crap. Well, he was speaking up in New Jersey, and the trial is down in Florida. So does that matter or not? I don't know. Mm, yeah. Well, I'm not saying he violated any of the laws. I'm just saying he gave a pretty good clue uh, to a to a jury selection strategy. Anyway. But this is this is worth remembering. Trump isn't charged with taking the documents from the White House. That's not one of the 37 charges. Right. So the regular argument of Joe Biden took documents, Pence took, you're not being charged with that. He's being charged with, one, keeping the documents after federal law enforcement asked for them back, two, hiding the documents after they asked for them back, and three, lying about it. Those are the charges. Some of those apply to especially Hillary Clinton, but they don't apply to all the other situations. She also talks about juries and how this could come out. A jury in Palm Beach County might be a little more Trump-friendly than the New York jury, uh, juries, that you've seen uh, recently, but you'll often find that people take their jobs seriously, follow the facts, but if you're the defense, all you need is one juror who said, you know, who's one of the 70% of Republicans who think this is mostly political. One of those jurors is all you need. The, and uh, the, then it would be a hung jury. The government can retry someone after a hung jury, but Sarah Isger says, knowing the Justice Department the way she does, she thinks that it would be exceedingly embarrassing and unlikely for them to try to take another bite at the apple. And you can't appeal an acquittal, although him being acquitted seems unlikely. But hung jury, she thinks that would be the end of it. Then I only need one, which is kind of interesting. Um, you hear a lot of talk about this judge that's going to be involved, Judge Eileen Cannon, who was appointed by Trump. So last year, she ordered the appointment of a special master to review the record seized from Mar-a-Lago 
and then uh, which would have delayed the whole Jack Smith investigation. Well, that was overturned unanimously and like an hour later by an appellate court. And most lawyers left, right and center thought that that was a weird move. So some people say they spanked that, her pretty good for that. So some people say that means she's in the bag for Trump. Uh, Sarah Isger writes, so does that mean Judge Cannon is in the bag for Trump, or did she just get it wrong? Are there grounds to remove her from the case or force her to recuse herself? Absolutely not. Judges get overruled all the time, and the case is returned to them. Being wrong isn't the same as lacking impartiality, so she's going to be on the case, and any movement toward that is ridiculous. Um, No doubt everything she does from the bench will be scrutinized, but one thing worth watching is the jury instructions will come at the end. I found this interesting. You've been on juries. Maybe you can explain what this means. Juries decide questions of fact. Is that witness credible, or whose version of events do I believe more? Judges, though, decide questions of law and give the jury instructions as to what questions they are trying to answer. Quote, you should find the defendant guilty if you believe that he knew these documents bore classified markings. Is different from, quote, you should find the defendant guilty if he knew the information in these documents was classified. Jury instructions are a big effing deal, she says. Mm-hmm. Now, I thought that was awful damn subtle. But that yes. that could that could and and which is one of the reasons that a judge obviously could get away with it. So do you think that's important? Which part of it? The, the, those two example phrases, you mean, or? Yeah, would that be a big deal if the judge said that? <sighs> And then there will be a number of instructions that this judge, who might be more might be more sympathetic to Trump, right? Yeah. Well, I'll tell you this. Um, I know the instructions to the jury are uh, hotly debated and very, very carefully designed, um, and everybody like works on it together. There are hearings about that and that sort of thing. As a multiple time juror, a, a difference that subtle. I'm not sure the jury would really catch that or comprehend mm. that because jurors don't suddenly become legal experts. We're just citizens who decide whether the government made a strong enough case to deprive somebody of their freedom or their money. So I don't know. That sort of subtlety might be wasted on the jury. And then one more thing is you're hearing a lot about the Espionage Act. Actually, we can tell you about the Espionage Act uh, right after this. It has a very scary name, but it doesn't have to be actual espionage. So. Well, d- give us 60 seconds and don't commit any acts of espionage until you hear this, all right? Yeah. We want to tell you about Omaha Steaks right in time for Father's Day for a limited time. The best present for dad in the world, Omaha Steaks, is on sale. Go to omahasteaks.com, enter the code Armstrong at checkout. You'll be able to order the dad's favorite gift package for just ninety nine ninety nine. Plus, you get eight free Omaha Steak burgers with your order. Yeah, these burgers taste like a steak and a bun and are ultra lean, pack a bold, intensely beefy flavor. They are, honest to God, hand on the Bible, the best burgers I've ever had. Save over 60% on the Dad's Favorite Grill Pack, and you will get four bacon-wrapped fillets, four premium air-chilled boneless chicken breasts, four boneless pork chops, four gourmet jumbo franks, four made-from-scratch caramel apple tartlets, and the Omaha Steak seasoning in a little bottle, plus eight free Omaha Steak burgers for only ninety nine ninety nine. 
It's easy. The quality is fantastic. I love Omaha Steaks as much as my dad does. Don't wait. Go to omahasteaks.com. Take, type Armstrong in as your code to check out and, and into the search bar. Order the dad's favorite gift package for Father's Day today. That's omahasteaks.com. Keyword Armstrong. So I'm aware of the Eugene Debs running for president from jail story from reading whatever is that great book about the 1920 presidential election. Really, really good book if you like that sort of thing. But the uh, charges stemming from the Espionage Act against Trump. The Espionage Act has all, all sorts of problems legally and historically, right, Sarah Isger? Another presidential candidate, Eugene Debs, was convicted under the act and sentenced to 10 years in prison for a speech criticizing the draft in World War One. In the United States of America, a guy criticizing the draft got thrown in prison for 10 years. Isn't that amazing? His case went all the way to the Supreme Court in which Justice Oliver Wendell Holmes wrote for a unanimous court upholding the conviction and the constitutionality of the Espionage Act to give you an idea of the precedence that exists in that act. Obviously, that is not a great moment for, uh, for U.S. freedom of speech. Might be worth noting that Eugene Debs got a million votes in 1920 from prison, running from prison as the socialist candidate. I'd expect a full-on assault on the application of the Espionage Act to a president, she says, when this gets going in the court. And it'll be a lot more relevant that Trump isn't charged with taking the documents in the first place, an act almost certainly protected while he was president at 11.59 a.m. on January 20th, 2021, when, you know, they would have been loading up the boxes. So he had... He had the ability to do that. Keeping that after the after he became president and when they asked for him back is where it's going to get complicated on whether or not the Espionage Act applies. But as you just heard there, it has been applied very liberally in the past, successfully. Jonathan Turley is actually working on a book on the long and troubling history of the Espionage Act, he says. So, uh, well, I have a feeling we might all get a history lesson on the Espionage Act by the time this whole thing is over, if that is the the nuts and bolts of this whole thing. It, it is it is amazing how much you hear of the discourse that is around the idea of he's being charged with taking the documents. That is just not the case. Right. On both sides. People uh, approach the cases if that's what it's about. Um, a, a remarkably even-handed bit of writing on the the case from both sides uh, I came across will feature next hour. It's just terrific. Stay tuned for that. And also, there is a major, major and completely ignored expose that is now out, written by Michael Schellenberger with the, the assistance of Matt Taibbi, that uh, U.S. intelligence officials are now saying the first people who got sick with COVID-19 worked at the Wuhan Institute of Virology, and they got sick at work. So, with all due respect to pangolins and wet markets and, and people barbecuing bats or whatever the hell, no. What was that? No. The raccoon dog. Whatever happened to the raccoon dog? Well, they ran him up the flagpole just to see if he'd distract us long enough to forget that that's the city where they experiment on strengthening bat viruses. <laughs> so we got a whole bunch of different things to talk about. I hope you can stay here. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show.
A number of my favorite movie quotes were written by Cormac McCarthy, the writer, in books that then got turned into movies, including No, Un- no Country for Old Men, uh, in which they say they hardly changed a word from the book to the movie. Good, because the book's brilliant. That one best picture. Cormac McCarthy died yesterday at age 89. I didn't realize how beloved he was by the literary community until I started reading into it yesterday. Harold Bloom, who I've been into lately because he's one of the world's great uh, Shakespeare critics, wrote years ago that Blood Meridian, which I have not read but am definitely going to now, 1985 Cormac McCarthy book, is the best thing America's produced since Faulkner's As I Lay Dying which I mm. thought is quite a thing to say. Um, and a whole bunch of other, Stephen King, a whole bunch of other different authors coming forward and talking about how much they admired Cormac McCarthy. Jeez, um, uh, my favorite songwriter, Jason Isbell, wrote, every song I write is inspired by Cormac McCarthy. I mean, he's that kind of writer, inspiring, you know, movies, books, songwriters, everything. Yeah, I read The Road, didn't get a single laugh out of it. Not, even one. <laughs> Not a funny book. No. I'll read you this, just in case you don't know any Cormac McCarthy. Then I'll get to a couple of somewhat amusing nuggets about him. It makes no difference what men think of war. War endures. As well ask men what they think of stone. War was always here. Before man was, war waited for him. The ultimate trade awaiting its ultimate practitioner. I don't know what book that's from, but that is really good. Woof. Anyway... Uh, it was one author I like writing, Cormac McCarthy never wrote an uninteresting sentence. Worth throwing out that our good friend Tim Sandfer loathes Cormac McCarthy and has spent many pages reviewing books in many magazines about how much he hates him. But uh, so not That's everybody so likes interesting. Him. Yeah, not everybody likes him. But uh, none of Cormac McCarthy's first five novels sold more than 5000 copies, including Blood Meridian which uh, won a bunch of awards and that sort of stuff. Uh, so it took a while to become famous, and I came across this, which I thought was pretty funny, uh, about Cormac McCarthy. McCarthy has never, this was from an article written about him years ago. He hardly ever did interviews, speeches, that sort of thing. McCarthy has never shown any interest in a steady job, a trait that seems to have annoyed both his ex-wives. We lived in total poverty, says the second ex-wife, Annie Delisle, now a restauranteur in Florida. For nearly eight years, they lived in a dairy barn outside of Knoxville. We were bathing in the lake, she says. Someone called up and offered him $2,000 to come speak at a university about his books. And then he told them that everything he had to say was there on the page. So we had to eat beans for another week. (laughs) Wow. Wow. That's a man committed to the whole artist thing. Or he's just not, weird that way. Yeah. yeah. And then this, I won't get into this story maybe, maybe later. An article from The Atlantic a few years back. I'll just read you the headline. Cormac McCarthy's ex-wife pulled a gun out of her vagina during an argument about aliens. Wow. You got it. There's a trigger warning there. Like a double trigger. Trigger, trigger warning. During, wait a minute. There is a lot to unpack. <laughs> a lot to unpack. She pulled a firearm from within her during an argument about, did you say space aliens? Yeah, correct. So that's that's the sort of person he was married to. So Anyway, I'm going to read blood. If you bring up Martians one more time, I'm going to shoot you. You're going to shoot me with what? With this. Holy crap. Well, really? <laughs> well, since you decided to go further into this story, I, I, maybe I'll read about it later. But it more or less is 
She lured her boyfriend into bed in lingerie, having uh, hidden, having suitcased the gun so that she could then pull the gun at a very, uh, you know, uh, opportune time and make some sort of point about a lot of things happen that you don't expect or are surprising. Oh, well, that's surprising. I'll grant her that. (laughs) I mean, I was going to say, baby, hide it under the pillow. Really, literally anywhere. Um, but th- that wasn't her point. That would right, not have been right. nearly as surprising as the way she, you know, exactly you brought gotta, out the gun. You got to know how to get someone's attention. Well, that did. <laughs> that is one of the most extraordinary things I've ever heard. <laughs> Arguing about space aliens, you say. Anyway, and kind of a tangent from the death of the writer Cormac McCarthy. Kind of. Yeah. Uh, coming up next hour, blockbuster hour. What is nearly a smoking gun, please, nobody, no, a little restraint, on where the uh, COVID-19 came from, the inquiry into the Biden influence peddling family scheme has progressed, and there are some shocking revelations and some very, very, very even-handed writing and assessment of the case against Trump. Was it a Derringer or a Long Barrel 357 Magnum? I mean, it's a huge difference. We're all wondering the same thing, Jack, especially the ladies. San Francisco has named a drag laureate to speak at high schools. Good. Get to that San story. Francisco wasn't weird enough. Get to that story at some point. If you miss to an speak hour, at high schools. If you miss an hour, yeah. If you miss an hour of the show, get the podcast Armstrong and Getty On Demand. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy, and we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org.